The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Mark Henry, and Bully Ray talk about SmackDown from this past Friday and the return of The Rock. What are the ramifications going to be? We talk about it on the Busted Open Podcast. Also... Maven joins us, who has the hottest YouTube channel going in pro wrestling. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. I do want to start from point A, and that is earlier that afternoon on Friday. The Rock was a guest on Pat McAfee's show. So let's go back to Friday afternoon and what Rock said on Pat McAfee's show. The, the Rock uh, headlining WrestleMania with Roman Reigns, SoFi Stadium, uh, that was locked. What? Oh. We were doing no it. <laughs> we, we were doing it. In the beginning of 2022, um, Nick Khan, who we know, shout friend out to of ours, Nick, shout out very Nick. good friend, Dog. long time for years. Dog. Yeah. Uh, he's the man, he was very instrumental in bringing Vince and I together. And about an hour later, we started talking about the potential of what this match could be between myself and Roman Reigns headlining WrestleMania at SoFi. And we shook hands and we hugged right there, all three of us at the table and said, let's do this. And so the North Star though, so then we had a year Mm -hmm. to really think about this. So the North Star thought was, okay, let's not do something good, let's not do something great, let's do something unprecedented. And it was in what can we create for the fans that has never been done before. A match, great. Roman, incredible athlete. He's going to be on Mount Rushmore. Super handsome. Super handsome, good dude. My cousin, family, amazing. We can have the match. But the bigger thought was what can we do for the fans in this business that we love that will, where WrestleMania isn't the end of something, it's actually the beginning of something bigger. Got it. So... So what happened? <laughs> so we got really, really close, but we couldn't actually yeah. nail what yeah. that thing was. So we decided to put our pencils down, and then we agreed, hey, listen, there is a merger coming up. Eventually that will happen. There's WrestleMania in Philadelphia. Oh, what are you saying? Whoa. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying that that's a potential too. So I'm open, 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 I'm open, I'm open. I'm open, but again, let's figure out what that is because the fans deserve something 
just incredible and unprecedented. And not only that, but I also want to deliver to the locker room and the boys and the, and the girls back there who are working their asses off. What can we do to put them in a position where they're part of something that is a new change, an era in this world of pro wrestling? Again, Vince is a big picture thinker, as you know. Yes, sir. And this is why we've gotten along for years, just trying to think big picture. So. Oh, uh, all right, guys. Obviously, we're going to leave this open for Mark to give your take, Bully to give your take. I usually ask your takes first. You guys are the Hall of Famers. Would you mind if I give you my take first? Because yes. I, 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 I can't bite my tongue. Go ahead. All right. So when this bloodline story started, we all knew that eventually it was probably going to end up with Roman and Rock in the ring together. When WrestleMania tickets went on sale for L.A., we all assumed that the main event was going to be Roman and Rock. It obviously didn't go that way. Something beautiful and something organic happened, and that was, to me, Cody Rhodes. Now, you had a main event at WrestleMania 39 with Cody and Roman. A WrestleMania, by the way, guys... That broke records. I mean, we found out after WrestleMania 39 that ticket sales, eyes on the product, uh, streaming, yada, like merchandise, every possible record you could break, WrestleMania 39 broke. It was the most watched WrestleMania of all time. Okay? And oh yeah, by the way, the carryover just as strong. We keep hearing. Live events, other pay-per-views, SummerSlam, Payback, blah, blah, blah. The WWE, business-wise, money-wise, has never been hotter. The money that the WWE is making is unprecedented. Seriously. I mean, we're even having the conversation, could this era be even bigger than the Attitude Era? I'm not going to get into that discussion now. But that discussion is happening. That argument is happening. Now, I thought that that moment at WrestleMania 39 was Cody's moment. You guys explained to me, not his time. Let's get Cody bigger. And you know what? Since that day, up until this past Friday afternoon when Rock made those comments, I have been consistently eating crow to the point, guys, that I'm starting to like the taste of crow because I eat it every day. Okay? You guys forced it down my throat. But now I actually enjoy the taste of crow. But after those comments on Friday, I think completely different. Why? Why in God's name would The Rock make the comments that he did on Pat McAfee's show? The match between The Rock and Roman didn't happen at WrestleMania 39. For whatever reason, it didn't happen. But why mention that? Why say that? Because that just kills... What we did see at WrestleMania 39. Now the WWE, excuse me, Rock, but it's not all about you, Mr. Movie Star. They actually built a story that the fans are invested in. And they actually have somebody that they love in Cody Rhodes. I'm sorry, guys. You may think differently. I think the Rock spread open his cheeks and shit all over it. Why? Because he said that the match was supposed to be his at WrestleMania 39. And who knows? Maybe it could happen at WrestleMania 40. I'm sorry, Rock. 
That was extremely disrespectful. And I'm saying it, and you guys may kill me on it. You may say I'm wrong, and you may say that you're out of line, and I'm crossing the line, and maybe I am. Maybe I'm crossing the line because I'm not a wrestler, and I'm not a part of this business. But from my eyes, The Rock was completely disrespectful to the business of the WWE and completely disrespectful to Cody Rhodes. I'm saying it now. Rock, and I'll give you a fucking number if you want to call in. 877-344-4893. You were disrespectful to the business of the WWE by what you said on Pat McAfee's show, and you're disrespectful to Cody that I'm a fan of and millions of people are fans of. The business didn't happen. Get over it. Move on. Whoa. Dave. I dis I disagree and I agree. I disagree with the fact that he was disrespectful. But I do agree that it was a little selfish. Like sometimes you got to keep some stuff to yourself. Because Cody is on the trajectory of being the face of pro wrestling. And that basically said that it fell through. It was a lock. His words, not mine. It was a lock. We were doing it. But whatever happened, it fell through. So that was a contingency plan. That's sucks. it. That's what that Because you don't want to be the contingent. I don't want to be plan B. And that's what he basically said. And, and, and Mark, on top of that, all right, it was plan. First of all, saying it was plan B, a little disrespectful in my in, in my book and from my eyes. Yeah, but you then keep you that just to yourself. But then you just said that you know that plan B that worked and that hit. You know what? We we're gonna we could if I want to, I could completely erase it. I could completely scratch it out because we might still do business. He mentioned WrestleMania 40. He mentioned Philadelphia. He mentioned it. So not only was that plan B, Cody and Roman plan B, but if I want to, I'll erase it and we'll do away with it and we'll go on with the original story that was supposed to be with Rock and Roman. I'm sorry. Keep that shit to yourself. That was disrespectful. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. 
The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hi, guys. Hey, everyone. It's Howard Bender from the Andy Up podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Let's bring in our next guest. And this this gentleman has really not only heated up, but maybe even burned down YouTube over the last couple of months. And and I'll and I'll admit this this gentleman and I have not always seen eye to eye. You know, at, at many times there's been some some heat between him and I, but man, I gotta understand that for the most part, he's ultra talented and he's a professional. And what he's doing on YouTube I'm he's, I'm very addicted to right now, and that is Maven, who joins us here on Busted Open. Sir, how are you? And thank you for the time. No, it's my pleasure. And Dave, don't you worry. I can uh I can put our old heat you know, in the in the back seat for the time being and and uh thank you for having me on the show. And I feel like more about it is like circumstance. There was a time that you and I got along very, very well. Things obviously in ISPW went a little bit awry, Small. but but maybe. But anyway, let's put that aside, <laughs> as you said, and let's get down to the business at hand. And that is your channel on YouTube. And I look at what you've been able to accomplish uh, with your videos. And there's yeah. two things that the two E's I feel like you've accomplished on your YouTube channel. One is 
educating the audience and entertaining the audience. Are those the two things that you want to do accomplish with your videos? Yes, absolutely. When, um, when I was approached, I immediately told the guy who, who approached me, I was like, I don't think I'm a big enough name. You know, I mean, obviously, when you think of starting a channel, when you think of 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 you know, a, a named wrestler, you think of one of the guys that's uh, you know here. You think of Mark. You think of, you Bubba. You think of someone like that, a Cardona, someone. And I I tried to talk him out of it, and he he told me he was like, no, actually, you're perfect because people will know who you are, but you've been gone for so long that you can reintroduce and almost reinvent yourself. But if he told me in our first Zoom call, he was like, wrestlers do it wrong. He was, he, he, he was like, you know, for lack of a better term, they have podcasts and podcasts for someone like you just won't work. So educational and entertaining is exactly what we, uh, what, what we were going for. Now, I had a couple caveats. I told him, like, I'm not burying anybody. I have no problem burying myself um, and talking about my shortcomings. <laughs> but as long as I'm not burying anybody – Let's do it. And I, you know, no one's more surprised about the success than I am. I can guarantee you that. Maven, you said you're surprised by the success. Why? And what do you attribute the success to? I, just because, I mean, I'm just, I was never, I'm the wrestler that never lived up to, I think, what my potential was. And a lot of that's on me. I, and Bubba, you'll understand when I say this, I was a professional wrestler, but I wasn't professional. I, you know, I enjoyed being there, but I also enjoyed all the trappings that came along with being a WWE superstar. I had a blast. I tell anybody, I'll put, I'll put my 15 years just from, from the time, that time, you know, through up against anybody's for fun. But I just, I let other things get in the way of my progression and I think as quickly as quickly as I was out the door, I was forgotten. So that's why I, I you know, and I, when we put it out there, I just thought people would see the video, see it was me and be like, oh, yeah, oh, he's still he's still alive. Great. And then click on. So I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. Is it fair to say that you were a young kid coming up through Tough Enough whose debut is eliminating the undertaker from the Royal rumble for the first time you had some money in your pocket and you were a part of the attitude era. Absolutely. Full stop, full stop. And then, and at that, you know, my, the crescendo of my career, you know, uh, peaked that night that I eliminated taker and then was on the way downhill. I never, you, I, you know, I think I could have done a lot more. I mean, obviously, I think everybody in, in our business believes they can do more. Um, but, yeah, you're, you're 100% right. Did you, I was a kid. I was did, a you kid. Get, did you get caught up in the lifestyle? Absolutely. Absolutely. Who couldn't? You know, when you're in your mid, mid-20s mid and you finally have a little bit of money, you have a little bit of a name. I mean, I don't think I was an ugly guy, so I had a little bit of attention from the uh, the fair sex. And, yeah, it's very easy. You know, and Bubba, you've been you you were at my house in Virginia. You saw the the country town that I grew up in. I mean, all of a sudden, I was in you know all over you know in cities I'd never been in, you know, countries I'd never dreamed of going to. And not only that, but with guys that a year earlier I was watching with watching on TV 
and then talking to my sixth grade class about. I mean, it, it's yeah. weird. How, you 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 came from you know came from this nice country town. You're you know respectful and quiet. <laughs> like, who took you under their wing to turn you into the party animal uh, that you that you were back then? <laughs> You I was around for the party. I don't know this quiet person <laughs> that you no. referred to. And, and it's funny because I, I literally still remember the night that I broke my leg on SmackDown. Mark, Mark, you were there. You you were there. You took me to the you took me to the hospital afterwards. But we had a good time, and I, like I had a blast. Don't get me wrong, I had a blast. But that, you know, it's, it's, I was young and I was a kid. If I had to all over to do again today, I just, I would do things differently. So that's why. But, Mark, but you've nailed it. You hit the nail on the head 100%. Hey, we had some good times, didn't we? Man, we, we had more than good times. We had more than good times, Marvis. We had more than good times. But, but one thing that you said, Maven, one of the things that, and I, and I feel like it is the same with this show, guys. Like people like listening to this show because it's genuine. It's from the heart. Yeah. And there's and it's honest. Whether people agree with it or not, doesn't matter. It's honest. Maven, you're honest in these videos. Like you said, I think I think a lot of fans have gotten accustomed to listening to podcasts and reading books where the wrestler in question is just pointing fingers. I didn't yeah. get here because of this person. I didn't do but you're quick to just look in the mirror and say, I was at fault. Like in one of the videos you talk about when you got the call from John Laurinaitis that you were being let go. Like, obviously, it hurts you. Obviously, you were shell-shocked. But at the same time, you reflected it like, man, why didn't I do this better? He yeah. gave me opportunity. He told me, hey, you got to get a little bit better. Hey, get into the ring a little bit more. And you just didn't listen. Like, I love the fact that you're honest and saying, I didn't get where I should have been because of myself. One, Maven, one thing that, that, that I feel like you're leaving out of the equation is during that time, a lot of it was left up to you. Yeah. Now you had to go be a preemptive striker. You had to go and be there early and leave late. Yeah, yeah. Today, they don't have a choice. It's like, hey, the time right. is this time. Be there or your ass is gone. So yeah. they force them. They force them today to yeah. be on point and to be like back then. The company was running two tours, and both tours were doing two hundred and fifty days a year. Yeah. So they didn't have time to micromanage you. Yeah. So, like, I went to the gym because I just love going to the gym. And then wrestling wise, I had two people telling me two different things. Hey, you don't need to do all this. You ain't never going to use that. And then I had another regime that was like, no, you need to learn everything everybody else know so you can understand what that is. And was there somebody, anybody, that was like, Maven, I'm going to meet you at 1 o'clock. We're going to go do this in the ring. No, no. I mean, not a soul. So, I so had you Johnny can't say that that was all your fault. Well, but okay, but I had Johnny literally who would pull me aside handfuls of times and just be like, Maeve, you got to get to the ring. You know, guys, they're getting better. You're leaving you behind. And I mean, and I know he meant well. I know he was just trying to 
because I, you know I don't think anyone's ever <laughs> been on been on WWE television that was more green than I was. Like with absolutely no back. The only thing I had to to um you know to rely on was an athletic background. But besides that, you know, I I still didn't know psychology. I you know I would go down there if I had to learn moves for that night. And then and he was at, he was after me to do it. But you're right, Mark. There was nobody that was you know saying, hey, at two o'clock after catering, you have to be in the ring for uh, almost like a, a class or a seminar. You know, right. I, I hell, I wish there was. I wish there was. But Maybe. again, that goes that goes along with just being a professional wrestler, but just not being professional. Right, M- Maven. Take me back to that night in the Royal Rumble. Let's go through a little timeline of events. Okay. When did you find out you were going to eliminate the Undertaker? Uh, well, the day of when I walked in and saw Shane and Taker, I found out the day before. Um, I was in HWA at, at, at developmental, and Les Thatcher called me into his office and said, "They're flying you. They're flying you down tomorrow for the Rumble." And he knew nothing else. And I thought, you know, they're just trying to you know, continue with getting the tough enough name over. So I thought, I mean, who would have thought what would have happened would have happened? I thought I would go out, literally go in, get a pop, and then get thrown out. It wasn't until I arrived at the arena, which was probably around 3.30 due to my flight, and they had told me they were immediately, they were like, go see Taker and Shane at the ring. And that's when they told me. Okay, so you go see Taker and Shane at the ring. Yeah. From as much as you can remember, tell me about the conversation. All right, Shane starts it off, and yeah, I mean, gosh, you Shane's just the coolest. And as nonchalantly as he could say it, I mean, this is the most important. You know, this is my life had led up to this point. Uh, you know, and he's saying it like he's ordering something off of Uber Eats. But he's like, yeah, Maeve. So we thought we're gonna have you know the spot where Taker he's gonna eliminate the Hardys, he's gonna eliminate Lita. We'll have your music come out. He'll you know give you a boot or something to put you down, and then when his back's turned, we'll have you hit him with that drop kick of yours to eliminate him, leaving just you in the ring, literally nonchalantly, like it was nothing. And then Taker, you know, ribbing me, looks down at me and he he goes, "Are you effing kidding me?" And I was like, I was just, you know, man, I would have crawled under a rock if I could have. I was terrified. <laughs> yeah, like oh god, like please, I was like Shane, please don't tell me you just broke this to Taker right now. And, but it turns out Mark was in on it. And at that point, my life was just pure terror. Now, you're brand new on the main roster, young boy. Fourth, fourth time on television. There you Rumble, go. You're eliminating time. Taker in the Rumble. You know Taker's on board with it because he's right there when he's being told, you know this is what the office wants. Anybody else in the rock locker room give you the side eye though? Was anybody like, what the hell's going on? This kid don't deserve it. I, yeah, I'm sure everybody. I, I mean, um, yeah, it's one of the things that before, you know, before Andrew test, before he passed, you know, he used to, yeah, he would give me the side eye all the time. And yeah, I, we became really close before, before he passed, but, yeah, he had no problem with telling me he was not on board. But you, Bubba, you know, hell, Devon hated me more than anybody. Devon, like one of my best friends to this day. And but I can't say that any of them were wrong. I didn't deserve to be where I was at. 
But the thing about that people don't realize about professional wrestling, Deserve's got nothing to do with this business. People hope nope. it and wish it did, but it's got nothing to do with this business. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Say that again. People hate the, this this fact, but it's true. Deserve and professional wrestling has nothing to do with it. Dave, did you hear the word? Yep, I sure did. What, what word did he use? Deserve. What word do I hate? Deserve. Because nobody deserves shit. Yeah, no pro wrestling. Not a thing. Not no. a thing. Now, Maven, I know why I think that after 30 years. I know why Mark probably agrees with why he... But your younger wrestling mind and what you've learned, tell me why nobody deserves anything in the wrestling business. Well, I mean, if you went on the word deserve, that would mean that everything you achieved in the business was due to something you did. And it's not that's just not the case. We're put in positions because of people in a room and a production meeting thinks that it's going to elicit a reaction from a crowd. Whether they're right or wrong, it's not because it's anything you did. Some things that they're correct on, some things they're not. Um, I mean, if, if it had to do with, with if, if deserve earned everybody, you would have nothing but a bunch of, you know, five, nine, five, ten guys that can work their tail off, do broadways every night, you know, as your, as all your top guys. And Tough Enough would have never existed. We're in the entertainment business, entertainment. It's all about entertaining people. It's all about having people tune in to watch a channel. So sponsors want to pay big bucks. And just then when you go overseas, you can put butts in seats and T-shirts can be sold. That's what the business is. And some guys knew that in order to put, you know, you, you had to put other guys over. Taker, thank God for me, he knew that. Uh, when also th something that you do on this channel is you're you, Maven. Even while yeah. you, I, I'll, I'll say this, Maven, like even during this interview for people, you know, to kind of paint a, a word picture for people who are listening. Dude, you're just a cool cat, brother. Like you're sitting back in your chair, you got your legs up, like you're in the t-shirt and sweats, and you're just like a regular dude talking, you know, just shooting the shit. It's the same way on these videos. Like for those yeah. who watch these videos, first of all, they're short, they're not too long. Yeah. Like so you're invested in every second and you're watching it because it's not taking too much of your time and you get right to the point. The other thing when you're doing these videos, it's like you're laying back in the chair or you're in your car driving as you're doing it. Like, I think another thing that I love about it is it's you just being you. And I feel that instantly that the viewer feels a connection with you, almost like they've known you for a long time. And it's very, very casual. I'm sure that was done on purpose as well. Am I right? Yeah. Well, and it is. And I also, at 46 years old, I have no agenda. I don't give a damn if anybody likes me. I don't care. I don't give. I don't care if they like me, hate me. I don't. All I want them to do is just see think, see the business a little bit different. Um, I I don't have an agenda. I'm not I'm not reaching out to AEW or WWE. Hey, did you see my latest video? Why don't you bring me in? No, it's that has at all. I, you know. So first and foremost, I'm trying to just be honest. You can love what I say, you can hate what I say, but you're going to leave hopefully respecting that. Yeah, Maven, you know, he he was truthful, he was honest. And I'm giving an account from my position. 
And the reason why this is a uh, a format that would work for anybody, and I've, I've said it, like, it's not like there's a bag of money that YouTube has that I want at all. I'm giving my stories. I can't give Bubba stories. I can't give Mark stories. I can only give my stories. So, hell, everybody else, go out, do what I'm doing. It's, you know, because, you're, hell, if someone else is successful, their videos might lead to me. Like, I love what Stevie Richards is doing on his channel as well. Yep. You know, he, he has an amazing channel. And it's and I know people probably think that, you know, that we're in competition could not be further from the truth. Stevie and I talk every day. We shoot ideas by each other. We shoot videos by each other because we realize that that everybody can su succeed in this. There's not one like top upper echelon, you know, guy or position. I, that, that's what I love about doing it. But yeah, love it or hate it, man, I'm going to be me. At 46, I'm, I, I'm too old to care about what people think. Dave, I thought that's when you were going to hit him with one of your passive-aggressive comments. Well, you know, Busted Open is the number one podcast and radio well, show on the I, entire but, planet. But, but you know what, Bully <laughs> and Mark, and you guys both know this as well. What have I always preached since day one when we started this show is that we're a community. Like, you know, we're not, we're not competing against one another. We should be working together because the stronger this show is, the stronger the other shows are, and vice versa. Like and but but yeah, Maven's not even close to our numbers. But but Maven, another thing, <laughs> like you know, you talk. It's good to, it's good. To, it's good <laughs> to have gold. It's good to have gold. <laughs> it is. It is. And but and by the way, Maven, I gotta be honest with you. You're a damn handsome man. Like that is one thing I gotta give you. Holy shit! When you walk into a room, and I'm being completely honest, women's heads turn. You're a head. Turner, oh, I thought you were gonna say they panties drop. <laughs> well, you know, no, he's that he's what, too. <laughs> you're what you call you're what you call uh, a PDW. You know what a, a PDW is, Maven? I'm all ears. It's a panty dropping wrestler. You're a panty dropping wrestler, <laughs> Maven. You well, walk listen, into a 40, room. <laughs> at 46, I'll take it. Hey, I've been out. I've been out with Bubba before, and he is actually utilize that to both of our benefits so <laughs> yes i have you, you make, know what guys so, you know what maven you make great bait <laughs> i'll take it maven is a hell hey, of a pimp. chum line but bubba got that hey, pimp spirit maybe go over there and go talk to them two girls when the time's hey, right hey. i'll come in from the left and knock them both out <laughs> But what the one thing that I can say that I have I did achieve in wrestling is I got guys respect, I think, over time, like Bubba, like Mark, to the point to where I haven't seen Bubba in years. And I walked into, you know, a, an impact show a few weeks ago and like just you know, seeing you and embracing you and being able to pick up right where we left off, you know, for starting where I did, you know, hated in a WWE locker room. And to be able to get to that point, if nothing else, I think that just, that that shows that I I I did everything for the right reason. I hope anyway. Hell, Maven, you 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 you, Miz, myself. There's there's certain guys that came into business that we weren't wrestlers. Right. We came from an outside world, and we all went through that. Like they hated us because they didn't know us. They didn't know right. what our agenda was. 
they they thought that we were coming and making fun of what wrestling was. Or they thought that we were just coming to get a bag of money and they worked their whole lives to get the money we right. got from the start. So it was yeah. a lot of stuff that I understand. But I do too. You, you just, you know, I mean, of course, at 46 and 52, like we understand. But in that moment, when I was 25, 26, man, I didn't understand. No, And nobody was trying. That's what I was saying about you. In in, yeah. a, in a time of going to the ring, nobody was trying to teach me. Yeah, they wanted me, me to fail. They yeah. wanted Miz to fail. They wanted you to fail. Yeah, and we and didn't I, give it to them. We, and we I all believe, succeeded. And I believe, and you know, when, whenever anybody asks me, you know, what I'm, you know, most proud of, it's from Tough Enough. Obviously, you look at Miz, you look at John Morrison, you know, there were guys that were way more successful than me. I'm happy that I was number one and that it got to a a number two tough enough season, number three and subsequent seasons after that. Because if I would have went out there and just and just tanked, then they probably wouldn't have have gotten to to other seasons. That's what I'm most proud of. And that I, I feel like I was able to open the door a slight bit for guys like that. And wow. yeah, hey, gotta hang your hat on That's something. That's awesome. Gotta and gotta hang your hat on something. <laughs> and you gotta check out the videos. They're available now on YouTube. Maven has his own YouTube page. And right now there's 14 videos. And like I said, they're all around like over 500,000 views. Uh, like I said, over 100,000 subscribers. And this just started. You're killing it right now. And uh, hey, Dave, I can I ask you? Yeah. Can I ask one guys one real quick question? Have have any of you guys watched uh, the Owls show on Netflix? I wanted your opinion if you have. I have not seen an episode yet. I have not. I've, uh, I've been planning uh, on it. Just just okay. been busy. Is it good? I mean, but- I, it's it's good. I think it's a work, but it's really good. I mean, Al's great. It's just I wanted to see if you great saw the great job line. great job, Maven, by exposing Al's show. Good job, kid. I don't know. I don't know. It's a great show. No, it. it it had me. I watched it seven episodes. I went through it in like two days. So, yeah, it's great. I wanted y'all's opinion. All right, I'm well, gonna try to watch. We'll it. check it out. We'll check it out. We'll talk about it here. Cool. Also, I'll see you at ISPW. ISPW on Friday, September 29th will be in total, and then the big 90s wrestling con that's taking place in Rockaway, New Jersey. I know, bully, you're going to be a part of that as well. At the end of the month, I didn't get an invite. Myself yeah. and Devon will be there. This will be our yeah. first. Uh, our first uh, signing together since the uh, Impact 1000 show. So excited to see everybody out in Jersey that day. Wow. And Maven, bring I me good pizza. You. If you're going to bring, if you're going to be at the Freehold uh, 90s Wrestling Con, bring me some good pizza. Hey, uh, Bubba, they actually keep, they actually have a few uh, food trucks outside of those. They have good food. Yeah. Nice. You'll be happy. You'll be good. happy. All right. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Sports podcast network if you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more please give a five-star rating and leave a review subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast catch the full three hours of busted open monday through saturday at 9 a.m eastern on sirius xm fight nation channel 156 go to siriusxm.com backslash busted open trial to start your free trial today the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble 
Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.